Calendar still reads February, one more day this year, but uh, already you're seeing announcements because we are fast approaching that June election date. And those announcements are coming out steady here. And uh, happy to see one that was uh, released just a few moments ago. Arlette Preston, current Fargo City Commissioner, announces that she's in fact running for re-election and joins us here on the News and Views Radio Network. Good morning, Commissioner. How are you? Good morning, Tyler. I'm good. Thank you. You, you made the decision saying, I need to get more work uh, done here. Ex- explain what the decision to, to run for re-election. What led you to this? Well, there's been three areas that I've been working quite a bit on and want to continue. One of them is affordable housing. Uh, Another one is uh, growing in a way that's financially sustainable for the city. And then finally, um, transparency in local government. So uh, with the housing side, I was actually the one that initiated the regional metro-wide housing study. And there's uh, conclusions coming out of that that really are going to require some creative and hard work. Um, so I want to continue on that. Mm-hmm. And then the transparency issue, both Commissioner Strand and I have been working hard on opening up the budgeting process and um, un- getting uh, people to understand the financial status of the city. Uh, the finance committee was reformatted just recently so that the city commission will be hopefully a long range financial planning body, which again, I've been harping on for about four years. Sure. And then finally, the growth issue. Uh, we're in the middle of a growth plan, and um, following that will be a revision of the land development code, which will set us up for the future. Well, and uh, when it comes to the, the budget and the growth plan, I mean, those two go hand in hand. Yes. Uh, when, uh, when you look at the footprint geography yes. of uh, yes. the city of Fargo, I mean, we know that it's growing, but there's going to be a finite limit to that once a diversion right. is completed here. Uh, but that doesn't mean that the growth is necessarily going to slow down of people. Right. So uh, how do we balance this out? And that's something that when you say long term, happy to hear that, because this is a, a complaint I have just about government in general. seems a, very reactive at times yeah. about, OK, well, we know that we need affordable housing, but we have needed affordable housing. So to have a long term plan, I think, is very intelligent to get on the books and actually have a, a a path forward, yeah. Commissioner. Yeah, for sure. And it's not necessarily um, a sexy topic, if you want to call it right, that. Yeah. Um, but it's so terrifically important for our children and grandchildren, the next generations, to be able to live in a city that provides its services that it's that it needs. And um, you're entirely right. We have about 40 years with our current um, our current development pattern. We have about 40 years of growth till we hit the diversion. And that growth has to be probably in a different way than we have traditionally grown. Got to be more dense, Mm -hmm. probably um, higher buildings with smaller footprints. And uh, that will hopefully also make it more affordable. The uh, the affordable housing part that you're you're alluding to of the, you know, smaller footprints, uh, correct me if I'm got the area wrong, but there was a specialist that came to town just uh, yes. within the last uh, week talking about some challenges, not unlike what we have here, but they, they've taken on, they're all, I think it was in Milwaukee. Yes. Okay, I did get it right. Uh, that they came here and said, this is what the challenge we have, here's what we see in Fargo, here's what we did about that. Yes. Anything from that presentation or conversation that would be taken forward? Most definitely. He was very enlightening. James Matthew, actually, is his name from Milwaukee. And Milwaukee has basically um, been able to 
pretty much eliminate chronic homelessness and has made a huge dent in the overall homeless situation. And yes, um, you know, I think in one of the sessions we talked about setting a goal and um, chronic homelessness is probably the most visible piece of this that are unsheltered. So um, we've had a lot of conversation with downtown businesses about it. And, um, you know, basically there's two things that we could move forward with. One of them, we certainly have to free up some housing inventory to be able to get people housed. So that's number one. Number two, we need case management in place to help people um, stay in a healthy, safe environment. So, um, you know, I what I heard from the business community in that session was that they're interested in being engaged. And uh, yes, it will take some funding, but I think it's possible. And we just need to have the political will and the muscle behind it. Well, uh, Arla Preston, our, our guest, uh, the current city commissioner here in Fargo and running for re-election just announced earlier this morning. That's why I wanted to get to this. We have affordable housing. You want inadequate. Well, that's going to take some uh, financing from the city. And yep. there's been reluctance to that. But then there's also on the flip side, people... Not wrong, uh, but they've complained about what they've seen specifically downtown. Some of the, the increase. Well, that political capital, the political will to actually do something about it, they, you got to have somebody on the commission actually who's willing to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it also then leads into this long-range financial plan. You're darnly right. Um, the housing study has shown, yes, we need housing across the entire spectrum. But the piece that is getting to be the biggest challenge probably because there's no dollars going into that part of the market, and that's the missing middle. It's the people that earn 25000 up to 70000 can't afford to step into owning a home and sometimes even struggle with rental. Um, so that's the piece where we need um, as, as a city to figure out how do we incentivize and perhaps provide even some more support for that kind of a development. When it comes to transparency and re- responsive government, that was one of the other uh, things you had mentioned earlier. There, It, it was rolled out uh, just within the last year here. Uh, COVID dollars used for you know kind of a media outlet, so to speak. Is how uh, You can describe it better than I. Uh, that that has now, and I mean, they had a nice video showing that we finally had to use the snowplows for the first time. Yeah. It felt like this uh, this past week, you know, saying this is your city at work. Uh, is that the type of transparency we're, you're referring to, or give me your your view on that new model from the city having this kind of media platform, so to speak? And you're talking about the communications that yes, are coming out, there you go. out of the city. Yeah, in fact, it was. Um, that has been an issue that I've communicated with the administration before is um, really we need the communications department more actively involved in civic engagement. That means communication going back and forth. Um, they are putting in a software program that will hopefully enhance that a bit. But there's lots of, um, lots of examples where civic engagement needs to be enhanced. And that's where I think we haven't probably done as well as we should. Very good. Arla, you got more time for me? Yeah, Arla sure. Preston, I guess she announced earlier today that she's seeking re-election to the city commission here in Fargo. You got comments? You can send those into 35270. That's provided by Adventure RV. Or call us on the Laney Studio line at 
for it. I'm Tyler Axis filling in for Joel Heidkamp. More right after this. I'll let Preston, our guest, uh, Fargo City Commissioner running for re-election, announced earlier today. And, uh, Commissioner, we're talking about a variety of things. Housing, uh, transparency, long-term plan is the other thing. And we talked about the the growth that's there, the infrastructure that has to come along with that. And uh, even with what we currently have, we've seen some upgrades. Uh, I know that we've talked about changes in certain corridors, but when it comes to infrastructure, the funding mechanism and that long-range plan of – you know, we build the road knowing that the growth will be there. Then all of a sudden, a couple of years later, we're building onto that road. I mean, just walk me through that process in your long range plan of what we do for the infrastructure piece. Yeah. Well, infrastructure has been a major concern just recently because we have had to make a tough decision to cut off some projects because we didn't have enough funding to actually do some of the things that need to be done. So um, just backing up a little bit, sure. sales tax provides a good chunk of the funding for infrastructure. Now I'm talking reconstruction of in- okay. uh, infrastructure. So it's the roads that need to be reconstructed. Then special assessments kick in probably another 30% and then federal and state funding. Um, and because of the increased costs of infrastructure, as well as probably some other issues, uh, we have really hit the boundary of being able to fund what we need to fund. Right. So again, the whole issue of figuring out how are we going to do this long run? Where's the funding going to come from? And what are our priorities? Those priorities uh, aren't always mutually agreed upon when it comes to the commission, when it comes to the, the general public. And you can tell me I'm wrong. I said, okay, we've proven that downtown has been a success. I think there's other areas that need the attention from the, the commission and everybody's got their own you know, wants, depending on where they live. I live north of Fargo now, so of course now North Fargo has got my my attention. How do you balance that? You, you have a, a commission that, you know, is not necessarily districted out, yeah. but you you represent everybody. Everybody that comes to that public comment, doesn't matter if they're on the farthest tip of north or south Fargo. It's got to be a difficult thing. It is, um, but I think the biggest difficulty is that when we are trying to make a decision on an individual project, um, we don't have the full picture. So it's really tough, you know, bringing up a recent example being the North Broadway Bridge. Mm-hmm. We were dealing with that particular project in isolation, not fully understanding the full picture of where the funding comes from and how short we were. <clears throat> and that project was horribly expensive. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the biggest challenge is knowing and understanding um, what the priorities are and what they should be. And a lot of that is how much money do we actually have to deal with? When we talk about the money and mentioned sales, uh, cost of everything's gone up mm-hmm. uh, and it, it continues to slow down the, the increase, but it's still and it will continue to be. I mean, that's just the way of which things happen. Concrete will go up. Wood's going to go up. Uh, when you talk about the budgeting, is there any concern that? We have such a shortfall that we're going to have to look at other revenue packages or how do we make this work long run Yeah, financially? So, so 2022 was a big challenge because, and going into 2023 because we were coming out of COVID dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so things were kind of crazy uh, when we were putting the budget together for 2024. We have not gotten yet the full accounting for 2023. I still think we're probably going to have to look at 
um, one-time funding sources that aren't going to be there for 2025. So I don't know for sure at this point, Tyler, where and how we're going to um, have, you know, the resources to, to cover everything we need to cover. Question comes in about property taxes, of course. That's one of the big things. Uh, and as a city commission, people are wondering, okay, how can we lower property taxes? Any Anything that you want to get out on that before we let you go? Well, the mill levy has been actually decreasing over the last few decades. However, property values oh, have gone up exponentially. Um, so it's coming out of people's pockets for sure. I would hope that we could get uh, get through this and uh, budget for 2025 without doing anything with the mill levy. Uh, we probably aren't going to be able to decrease it, but at least not increase it. Arlette, you're running for a re-election. Is there a website? Is there a Facebook you want people to draw their attention to to learn more? Arletteforfargo.com. Very good. Commissioner Arlette Preston, it's always good to catch up. Good luck. We'll be talking again, I'm sure, before that election, all right? Yep, we will.